Hello and welcome to Connected, a podcast about people, ideas, marketing, technology and everything that's good. I'm ASD, a digital man here at Mediacom. Hi, I'm Sue Uniman, Chief Transformation Officer at Mediacom. And joining us in the room is Andrew Mortimer. How are you doing? Uh, very well, thank you. Good. Uh, Morty is Director of Client Strategy at Sky Media, but previously was the Director of Media Sales and Marketing Group at Sky. So, um, Andrew, as you pointed out, it's been about a year yeah. since you um, changed roles. Um, is it what you expected? Um well, firstly, I'm going to say thank you very much for having me. <laughs> well, very uh, following very a, 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 a long list of illustrious <laughs> yeah. media names and Don Carter. <laughs> uh, so, uh, no, it's lovely to be here. Um, so, so yeah, look, uh, I, I suppose yes and no. Um, firstly, uh, I think it's always good to try something new, to stretch yourself. Yeah. Um, and moving away from a job that I loved and found really professionally rewarding mm. into a job that I uh, am now equally enjoying mm. and finding like a really positive stretch. Um, I suppose in some ways I, 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 I'm, I was surprised that I've become less of a sales machine um, uh, and, and I'm not really selling. I suppose my, my, my role really is to build good relationships and better understanding of our clients um, and, the, and the selling feels a lot more longer term a lot sort of, sort of further down the track than that so what's been really good fun is just getting out and meeting lots of clients mm-hmm. um understand their business uh, applying i suppose the things that i've learned over the last nine years at sky yeah. to uh to to those businesses and it's a little bit like there's only seven stories or whatever in yeah. film there's actually really a small set of challenges that lots of advertisers are facing driven by the same sort of tech and data disruption that's impacted the media marketplace so much um so that that's just been absolutely fascinating that's really interesting i was um i was in china a few weeks ago um because i'm moving out there and the the um they sent me to a client meeting uh by myself and i was a bit like i don't i didn't even know what job i was definitely going to be doing and sent me to a client meeting and so i was just going to see what 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 was going on and um it was brilliant because the problems the challenges that they had there were exactly the same Mm. as every client i've ever worked Mm. with here and that so that was really helpful um there you go. All you need to do is write down what the equivalent of those seven stories are for the yeah. seven channels. Somebody's probably already done that. Someone clever like John Grant or Adam Morgan or something like that. But yeah, um, I mean, the media landscape is changing. We were talking about that off air. So what does Sky need to do? Sky Media needs to do over the next five yeah. years to continue to be to being such a major and influential media partner. So I, I think we've got a really good plan, uh, um, <laughs> and we we start from a really fortunate position we are we are unique in the media landscape of having this combination of world-class television you know at the heart of it that pay tv content that we're we're trying to get people to 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 buy from us when they are well served by free to us so at the heart of it that pay tv content but with this world-class just amazing tech platform and all the data and insight that that comes with that so we are say like uniquely placed i think to to be a good partner for for clients so i think we need to continue really on the trajectory we are we need to keep innovating um we need to keep innovating especially around addressability at scale um and and 
we are in a place where we'll expand both the, 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 the reach in terms of the number of homes that our addressable products can go to and the number of channels that they become available on. Um, I think that we need to uh, continue to push hard on, on cross-platform measurement. So if you, if you listen to advertisers, I think Isbar said recently their number one priority was good cross-platform measurement of commercial video. We are pushing Barb hard to get to a place where Good. that yeah <laughs> yeah and look, I understand it's, it's it is it is a hugely complex landscape so it's not easy so in parallel to that we're pushing our own measurement uh, uh, out there which gives which will give advertisers a, a an, op, an opportunity to see. Um, certainly in our ecosystem, commercial TV viewing across ITV, across Channel 4 and Sky, combined with the reach of yeah. addressability and on-demand. And with, with independent... And independently measured, um, we use Moat and, and RSMB. We're, we're talking actually about moving all of our data to third-party processing to give another la level that, of confidence. Yeah, I think you know we want to be pioneers in this space. Um, apart from anything else, commercially, it's good for us, yes, right? Yeah. Um, it's 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 great that we we can put ourselves in a position to demonstrate that so so measurability is important and then we will continue to go harder on um, building capabilities to just have stronger relationships with with advertisers um, their lives have got more complicated as the media agencies lives have got more complicated and spread over more functions and it's incumbent on us to find ways of uh, making it more simple uh, to to talk to advertisers about the solutions that we offer, um, rooted in understanding their business. So we'll we will continue as as, as ITV and Channel Four have most recently announced um, to to move into that area. Uh, I think particularly of interest for me is around how we work better with direct consumer. Um, brands. If, if we talk about the disruption that our clients facing, yeah. the, the the clients that are disrupted the most, slightly annoyingly, are the big traditional television advertisers, um, and uh, these emerging DCC brands who are have got amazing businesses, but very digitally native, very performance driven, and and tend to operate in a digital ecosystem. Um, where I think there's a huge opportunity for us is, as I say, to take that combination of data tech and and content and really help them grow their business from performance right the way through to to brand awareness and to help them grow to to scale and uh, and and so I think that that's so does that's that mean for increasing us. the longer tail of your clients? A absolutely, yeah, absolutely, and. Um, because it's, it's a capabilities thing then, yeah it's yeah. capable and, and do you know what it's also hard right it takes energy and it takes a lot of people so we have mm -hmm. a we've made a huge investment in our our local sales forces and that's um on on, on addressable tv that's a that's a real growth Absolutely, for us yeah. because you know that sits outside of some of the restrictions that the the handbrake may be on addressable of kind of current agency trading um, and those sort of models work work well for big advertisers uh, and the and the kind of classic way of volume deals and share deals but but not for local and not for addressable so so 
you know where we've got a huge um huge opportunity our, our, one of our biggest repeat customers is a, a ford dealership from portsmouth whose business is going like the clappers because for the same equivalent cost per thousands they're able to talk uh in tv and and uh you so know it's real diversification it's, which it's, is which is what everybody needs to do now mm. but it's it's impressive it's very impressive yeah and i think Look, we don't know what we don't know, and yeah. I, I think we'll get we'll get a few things wrong before we get it right. Um, but we're 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 lucky that we're part of a big business, and in fact, an even bigger business now with with Comcast, NBCU, that we can afford to invest for the long term. And perhaps our business model, if we look at Sky in totality and our reliance on advertising revenue versus subscription mm-hmm. revenue, means we can take more risks. And um, yeah, so. Um, going back to the first question it's hugely exciting to be part of a business I think when I joined Sky nine years ago I was lucky that the role of the media specialist in clients was really growing in importance uh, and influence Uh, and uh, I've been fortunate to join the media owner side of our business at a time when there is just more need for client focus and strategic thinking about how we develop so yeah really really exciting so so as as you say you've kind of had three hats so far or you don't really wear hats do you it's more three sorts of pocket handkerchiefs you're famous media agency and then um client and yeah. now media owner so what do you wish that you you would have known back in your media agency days? Because yeah. obviously we've got we've got a media yeah. agency listening out to yeah. you yeah. that you've that you've learnt since then. Yeah, look, I I think when I I landed at Sky in, so nine years ago, twenty ten, going in thinking, well, look, I've been in media for fourteen, fifteen mm. years. Uh, I, I get Sky. It's a media business, yeah. and I just had no idea. I, I I felt like every single day for, well, in fact, for that nine years, my horizons were just opened up wider and wider and wider. Right. You you very quickly realise, and I think mo- most people in a similar position will, will say something similar of how what what the true drivers of a business's P and L are. Mm. The true drivers of a business's valuation are, uh, and the, the the true sort of strategic picture uh, that uh, an environment that that business operates in, because its objectives aren't reach and cost per thousand and ad awareness and stuff like that. Um, so, the um, I think that it's very easy when you're in an agency. Uh, and indeed, actually, when you're performing a specialist role in a big company like Sky, to look through the lens of your specialism. And if I mm. think about the uh, colleagues of mine, some of which you know really well, Sue, who have been hugely successful, it's that ability to have more generalist strategic thinking mm. and robustness of, uh, of, of, of application that, that, that can work across you know, different businesses, no matter which one so it's a big um, picture yeah big picture and just and sometimes it's not complex as well I remember sitting down yeah. in my first couple of weeks with our our chief strategy officer uh, and she described our business uh, and described BT's business mm. and said something along the lines of the thing is for us the values in the content for them the values in the pipes <laughs> we'll 
give you broadband for free if you buy content. They'll give you content free if you buy their broadband. And you're like, oh, yeah, just makes sense. She, and is, then, she is a brilliant uh, yeah, 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 she, she's she, Yes, one of the brightest people uh, I've ever worked with. Uh, and But I think, you know, when you understand a business at that sort of level, it explains a lot of yeah. behaviour. And yeah. Uh, yeah. it's... It, and that that big picture thinking is, is was definitely a key learning for me. So getting to understand the client's business is a real key mm. factor. I think the client's business, uh, the, the, and, and in particular the drivers of profitability or the drivers mm. of the KPIs that yeah. they are after, which tends to be profitability or or, or share price, right? Mm. Um, I I was sent by um, Sophie my. Uh, my last boss before I moved over, who's fabulous, uh, an ex-finance, she sent me to London Business School to do a, a course on, a, um, I can't remember what they call it, it wasn't like finance for wallies but, or dummies <laughs> or whatever, but it was sort of the kind of thing, and uh, and uh, learning how to read a balance sheet. Mm. And again, you're like, oh, I wish somebody had taught me this mm. 15 mm. years ago. Uh, it all kind of makes sense, or it did three yeah. days at London Business School now again. I probably struggle but don't tell Sophie well you mentioned your old boss you've had a few bosses I'm mm. imagine through your time uh, what did you learn from the best one um, I think I learned humility as a leader um, that you should never ask people to do something or work to a standard that you wouldn't be prepared to yourself mm. um, that you should put success for the organization or for the team ahead of your own uh, and that you should genuinely and honestly care deeply for the people that you are responsible for. Um, which, if I'm honest, can be a double-edged sword. <laughs> uh, and you can you can you can sort of feel the punches harder. But um, uh, that's probably what resonated with me the most. What's, it's obviously a, a, a lot ahead. What's what's next? God, um, yeah, I was thinking about this. Like, there's almost no point in having a two-year plan at Sky. And everyone goes, "What would you do in two yeah, years?" Yeah. The the thing about our business is it, it changes so, so much. Fast, yeah. yeah, and uh, the time I've had there has been a different year every every time. But the other thing that's picking common about it is half of the things we'd be doing in two years' time we haven't really thought about or we yeah. hadn't really thought we'd yeah. be doing yeah. uh, if I play back two years um, the bid process hadn't started yeah. Um, yeah. Fox hadn't put in their first bid that was December 2017 um, going through all this regulatory stuff and now owned by Comcast NBCU um, I uh, I suppose that I, I, I love the business that I work for mm. so hopefully what's next for me is within within sky um the opportunity that comes with with comcast nbc is amazing mm. um mm. i was over in new york a couple of weeks ago talking to nbcu colleagues sharing a bit of insight about what we're doing mm. and really what they're doing what what can we learn from them uh and the scale of stuff over there is is yeah. frightening right yeah. Yeah. you know their business is like eight ten times bigger than ours in ad revenue like 12 billion dollars um uh, but we are thinking in a different way to them and they're, they're able to learn from that but we're able to leverage that global scale now yeah, yeah. and 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 that I, I think in a couple of years time 
takes us to a very different place than mm. many media owners mm. in, in, in the world, mm. let alone in the, in the UK. It's interesting. On to the questions we ask all our guests so that we can compare and contrast. Right. Um, so what is your favourite line from a poem, song or book? Um, so, when I was at school, in one of the classrooms, If by Rudyard Kipling was on the, on the wall, mm. and I always found it... I just always found it fascinating because it's one of those poems you read and read again and it just comes up with different meaning. And I actually, obviously, I did reread it. And you get the famous sort of opening lines, you know, if you can keep your head while well, it's about you are losing theirs and, um, and blaming it on you if, if, you, can be, if you can trust yourself um, uh, and make allowance for people doubting you. I, I, and all of that. Um, so you read it and read it and it, you find different meaning. But the one that actually reading it again sprung out of it was um uh if you can dream and not make dreams your master if you can think but not make thoughts your aim and i really like that because it says to me that it's 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 important to to be creative to be innovative to drive continuously to to do better but it has to be rooted in actually doing better not just saying you're going to think, yeah. but delivering on it. And um, it's easy, it's easier to talk than do. And, and I suppose I that's, that's the, the, that's the yeah. one that, yeah. that really resonates for, for, for me. And I guess also in it is be in the moment as well, as in don't yeah. get lost in your dreams, yeah. but be mm. awake to what's going around you. Yeah, yeah. And it, it is amazing. And I, actually, funny enough, as I was going through this, it does make me think, I was going, oh, what, what, what is it about that? And you start to think. Because I also find myself drawn to, like, um, you know, like uh, Father and Son by Cat Stevens or Hey Jude, all these things that yeah. are clearly like sort of paternal advice. <laughs> and um, so, there uh, well. so there's definitely, there's, 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 there's definitely that, that um, which uh, I suppose maybe has a meaning about just, you know, being open and taking on the wisdom of others and not just assuming that. Uh, the sort of arrogance of youth that you, you know better and best. Um, so my, my favourite question, um, if you were a genie, what five commonly available objects would I have to put in a magic circle to summon you? <laughs> yeah, this is weird. This is random. I don't, uh, but, uh, it's, it's, very, it's a huge insight into people. It's right, really yeah, interesting. Yeah, so, um, so the first thing would be a barbecue. Uh, now a barbecue might be I don't, it depends how big that circle no, no, no. is so can, um, we've I had could a do whole a whole county yeah. a whole yeah, county yeah, so you, you definitely have uh, okay, you yeah, have, uh, have the, the flashiest barbecue you like well I, I just have mine which okay. isn't the flash it's a good one yeah. uh, but you uh, can't uh, have your own a Weber one. Genesis E330 you know gas grill we're actually a two barbecue family we have a coal smoker as well do you do both of them at the same time yeah yeah quite often quite often sort of long and slow on one and uh, 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 and, and on I, I spend probably too much time thinking at, uh, about barbecues and and like obsessing about the type of fuel to put in them. Okay. Like which which briquettes are the best briquettes? Um, heat beads. And is it is it always you that runs it? Uh, yes, yes. So it like drives my wife mad because yeah. what happens is you sort of, you know, it's a classic, classic thing. You stand outside there, like there's a chicken on a rotisserie or yeah. some pork that's really just in there for twelve hours. Uh, and in fact, I did once last summer think at 4 30 in the morning when i was putting a shoulder of pork on the barbie <laughs> maybe you've got a problem <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah if you're doing long and slow do it for dinner 
uh, not yeah, for don't not for set lunch. An alarm. Um, did you stay up or did you? No, or did no, you, I went to bed. I went to bed. It's like that conundrum of if you're yeah, going on holiday. Like, yeah. yeah, no, I, I, I went to bed. Um, Got up, wrestled with a uh, raw shoulder yeah. of pork, and but then yeah. So, so there's a load of prep like that. But then yeah. um, Lena gets cross because what happens is then you just sort of stand around watching the meat, having yeah. a beer, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, uh, and and she's Middle Eastern and makes all these amazing salads and all these yeah. accompaniments that come out and everybody just sits there and goes how amazing the chicken is that's really You've just taken all the yeah. <laughs> um, so, so barbecue, barbecue yeah. um, a wine glass um, uh, I, uh, I I enjoy uh, and, and collect uh, a bit of wine so um, uh, red so wine or white wine well it depends doesn't it it's yeah. a bit like what's your favourite song it's hard to have one song no, it I mean depends on the occasion Oh right, okay. It actually, yeah, I was, yeah, it was right. Okay. You said glass, not the not the wine. So it's like what well, yeah. Shape of glass. Well, that's it. Do you favour a big bowl? I suppose it's not really a red white white. Well, thing, so is so it? so again, the insight into me. I am compulsive obsessive. I think about when you do something, doing it like properly. Yeah. So so I have like Riedel glasses that would be for Pinot Noir that are different okay. from Cabernet Sauvignon that are different from. Uh, a sort of a, a, a an oat chardonnay. So uh, I, can, I can allow a selection of glasses. Yeah. A cupboard of glasses. A cupboard of glasses. Yeah. yeah okay. So the glasses cover that. Well, that's good. Yeah. I can get the, the Scotch the glasses in there yeah. As, as, yeah. as well. I just uh, there is something in me that says like Crystal. come dress for the right party, right? You know, if you're going to open up a decent <laughs> bottle of wine, serve it in the right thing. So that's that. that uh, so wine glass. Uh, and then some mountaineering boots. Because because you have climbed mountains, I have climbed mountains. Are you planning to climb some more? Yeah, or? yeah. So uh, I'm going to climb the Matterhorn next year. Wow. Yeah, which I think would be super exciting because every time I see a Toblerone in <laughs> yeah. an airport, sure. I, I can just sort of yeah. say to people, I've, so been, I've, I've, I've done that. that. <laughs> uh, if I do get up there, actually, it took me a couple of goes to get up Mont Blanc. So um, so yeah, a good pair of sturdy mountaineering boots, cool. um, a pocket square, obviously. Um, oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Turnbull and Asser on German Street, I think, do a good selection okay. of pocket mm-hmm. squares. Cool. Um, and Prince Charles shops there as well. Yeah. They have a royal warrant. Uh, and I once saw uh, Lord Rothermere's uh, pajamas on. Uh, there's some pajamas that um, had uh, Lord Rothermere on. And I met Lord Rothermere, <laughs> and uh, we were having a chat about yeah. a few things uh, uh, to do with the Daily Mail and Sky's advertising in it. Yeah. And I said, I know this is going to sound really stalky, but you get your pajamas from Turnbull and Asa. And he couldn't have looked more surprised that we ended up in a very long and random conversation. Um, uh, so, Pocket Square, and, and, four, and then a photo of my family, uh, my lovely, that. lovely family. I can't, have, can't that. have that. Well, I, not unless I can get it. I, see, no, I, ha- I have no. to be able to ha- get a hold of it. So, mm. I don't think you can have that. Um, oh, that's sorry. Good, I don't post anything on Facebook. So, so yeah. I have to have, um, I have, to have something else. Um, God, a few years ago it had been an Arsenal shirt, uh, I, and I, I can't. Yeah, I sort of tried to wean myself off it a little bit, um, okay. but it still does make me very cross. And my my son, um, so Harry Seven, yeah. and he came. Uh, we live in Southwest London. He came home once. He goes, Daddy, uh-huh. a lot of the boys like Chelsea. Should yeah. I like Chelsea? And I said, No, not oh. unless you want to sleep in the garden. <laughs> Uh, and then because he's Harry and there's Harry Kane yep, and, and yep. who's obviously an awesome footballer and England captain yeah. he, he, he said well, you know should I like Tottenham yeah. 
So I took him to his first Arsenal game yeah. on New Year's Day, uh, Arsenal-Fulham, and um, we won, thank gosh. Uh, um, so he's now got really into that, and, and he's Arsenal-Manchester United last weekend. We had friends for, for lunch, and Harry was in the other room running in with all the updates for, yeah. for me. So, yeah, maybe an Arsenal, Arsenal shirt. shirt. Maybe okay. father and son Arsenal shirts. And, okay, yeah, yeah. You, okay. Can, you can do that. Is there a book that you've recommended the most? Um, yeah, so again, I was still thinking about this and whether it should be something like either work-related, oh yeah, the long yeah. and the short of it by Bennett and Field, of course. <laughs> Though in a work context, I probably have uh, recommended that the, the most or, or something that makes me, you know, uh, you know, some sort of salmon rusty that makes me yeah. feel. But actually, probably um, there's a book called The Power of the Dog, which is a sort of epic novel set over 30 years of the DEA and drug wars mm-hmm. by, a, by an author called Don Winslow, who's very sort of... Um, James Elroy-esque um, uh, and in fact there was a sequel to it written a, a couple of years ago it's gruesomely violent um, but just a, um, just a yeah just a really epic amazing uh, story so um, right. yeah The Power of the Dog by Don Winslow okay I'm going to give you the power to uh, change the industry in yeah. one way right now yeah, one yeah. way of a magic wand what would you what would you do so I was going to say measurement and just get rid of all measurement um, because I, I think we've there is a there's a slight over obsession with measuring mm. the things that we can measure mm. and optimizing towards them that mm. um, uh, that you know the, we, we're we're in the business of efficiency not always effectiveness mm. and when I started in advertising there were a lot more campaigns that you knew were successful because you could just feel it mm. And, mm. and 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 our customers were selling more cars or beer or whatever mm. it was um so so uh, and that has led to this problem with this balance of long and, and yeah. short term that Bennett and Phil talk about so well but then if I said measurement we wouldn't be able to prove how just amazing tv is at, <laughs> at driving uh, profit in both the short and long terms if you read the profitability study by Thinkbox um <laughs> but so Great what I think what 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 I would yeah <laughs> Uh, hopefully Lindsay will be happy about this. Um, but what, in all seriousness, what I what I would change is that I think if you are taking advertising money in the media marketplace, you should take responsibility as a media owner in terms of the the content that you carry, that it's legal, that it's safe. Uh, it's put in front of the right people in terms of the advertising that you put on your platform yeah. that it's it's truthful it's honest um, uh, uh, it's not fraudulent yes. um, and 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 to your consumers in terms of their experience ad, ad bombardment or mm. over personalization so mm. I think leveling that playing Taking field um, yeah. uh, and having um, certain uh, parts of the media landscape stepping up and taking yeah. actual responsibility, not not saying that they ought to, would be would be super. Yes, if we were to give you a billboard, where would you put it and what would it say? Hmm. It would be um, at the end of my road. In fact, there is a, a, a prime site six sheet at the end of my road. If Naren is listening uh, and wants to give it to me, uh, and it would say, uh, Andrew, just remember to leave work at the front door and focus 100% on on your lovely family when you get home um, it's uh, life is so full on and 
we're always on now uh, we're always on and it's just so easy to find yourself you know reading a story to your daughter and the, mm. the phone buzzes and you're like you're not in the moment so yeah leave the phone downstairs just give t- them t- t- full attention even. yeah yeah, yeah. So, sorry is that too oh, extreme oh god <laughs> <laughs> you're joking now, aren't you <laughs> yeah so that would be it to the final question, which you cannot prepare for, right? From the School of Life, the Alan de Botton School around the corner, right? Uh, it's a toolkit for careers. So if you could pick one of these, read it out, right, and then answer it to finish us off. Well, of course, this is a podcast, so I could read out and make up the question, what, couldn't I? I could say, yeah. What is it about suit? No. Uh, <laughs> what did school help to kill in you? What would you want to correct about your school or university education? Crikey. Um, so that expression, education is wasted on the young, is so true. Um, I, I don't know whether it killed in me or whether it just hadn't been born yet. Um, I've, I love learning and I've been so fortunate enough I went back uh, and did a, a, a post-grad masters in, in marketing after I'd been working probably seven or eight years and was thinking one day maybe about moving client side and thought well again it's easier to say you want to go client side rather than do so I, I did a, a part-time masters in strategic strategic marketing management at Kingston Business School uh, and I loved it uh, and I was saying I went to London Business School and, and, and it was only a sort of three or four days on uh, on understanding financial accounts and I got myself like a London business school rucksack <laughs> and um, I really love that um, that sort of classroom collective learning thing I, I say when I was at Omnicom there was Omnicom University taught by Harvard Business School professors it was um, and so I just I suppose I just wish I'd just had a tap on the shoulder and the right sort of advice, which I probably did have, but just ignored it as as one does, and realised how privileged you are to be in a position to learn, mm. and perhaps the only greater privilege is to teach, um, and uh, that people that have as a, either a vocation teaching or make time in whatever they do to impart learning on others mm. are really really special and should be treated with more respect and gratitude brilliant thank, thank, you, very much. Much. thank you very much absolute pleasure thank you